Hi, this is Dave Durr, and today we're going to take a look at Acts chapter 11, verses 19 through 30. Please join me as I read through this. Meanwhile, the believers who had been scattered during the persecution after Stephen's death traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch of Syria. They preached the word of God, but only to Jews. However, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyprus and Cyrene began preaching to the Gentiles about the Lord Jesus. The power of the Lord was with them, and a large number of these Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. When the church at Jerusalem heard what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw this evidence of God's blessing, he was filled with joy, and he encouraged the believers to stay true to the Lord. Barnabas was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit, and strong in faith, and many people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went on to Tarsus to look for Saul. When he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. Both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching large crowds of people. It was at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. During this time, some prophets traveled from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up in one of the meetings and predicted by the Spirit that a great famine was coming upon the entire Roman world. This was fulfilled during the reign of Claudius. So the believers in Antioch, decided to send relief to the brothers and sisters in Judea, everyone giving as much as they could. This they did, entrusting their gifts to Barnabas and Saul. So here we have a city, Antioch, which is introduced. And uh, it was a home for as many as 500,000 people. So that made it the third largest city in the Roman Empire, behind Rome and Alexandria, which was in Egypt. Antioch was known for its love of pleasure and luxury. Its temple to the goddess Daphne involved ritual prostitution. That's just a little bit of background about this large city in the Roman Empire where this story is taking place. So how did a small-town Jewish church end up in this place? Well, we can trace that back to the martyrdom, of course, of Stephen which led to further persecution and scattering of Christ's followers after Stephen's death. This scattered group of Jewish Christians not only left uh, without most of their possessions, but they took the gospel, the good news of Jesus, Jesus wherever they went. Amazingly, some of these early followers of Christ were sharing their newfound faith, not only with Jews, but they're going off the grid and sharing it with Gentiles. Their excitement was contagious, and they were communicating the good news to everyone they came into contact with. As a result, many Gentiles believed and became Christ followers in Antioch. Just a historical note here uh, that is also in this uh, passage. It was in Antioch where followers of the resurrected Christ were first called little Christs or Christ ones, or as we say today, Christians. Well, because the uh, word of many Gentiles in Antioch were making decisions to become Christians, Barnabas was called upon by the leaders in the uh, Jerusalem church to check things out in Antioch and just see what uh, was going on there and if it was a good thing. Of course, 
when Barnabas arrived, he found that the Lord was at work in Antioch and there were many new Christians. It was an exciting and encouraging time for the church of Antioch. But Barnabas eventually realized he needed help. He couldn't do all the instructing and encouraging of these new believers on his own. So he invites Saul into the mix. Saul, of course, was a Jew who grew up in Tarsus, a Gentile city. And as it turns out, he was perfect for this assignment. The Christians in Antioch were hungry to learn about God and his son Jesus. So Saul and Barnabas, of course, spent a year there evangelizing and discipling the people, helping them grow in their faith. Without a doubt, these were exciting and life-giving times in Antioch. These new believers had a missionary mindset, and it motivated them to share the gospel, the good news, across traditional, racial, social, economic, and geographical boundaries. None of that stopped them. They were passionate about sharing the good news with their neighbors, those they worked for and with, their family and friends. They couldn't stop talking about this Jesus. You know, uh, here at Watermark, we too, as followers of Christ, are missionaries. We should see ourselves as missionaries. The difference between us and those new Christians in Antioch is that in the early days of the church, the body of Christ dispersed due to persecution. As refugees then, they took the good news of Jesus with them wherever they landed, sharing it freely and demonstrating a Christ-like lifestyle that was really uh, attractive to many people. For us today, we're seeing the world and refugees from the world coming to us They are arriving in our cities and neighborhoods because they have been or are being exposed to danger and harm in their country. I find it interesting that our communities have become uh, global communities. It's entirely possible that we're able to be cross-cultural missionaries simply by walking across the street. We serve an incredible God who orchestrates these type of things to see his kingdom grow for his purposes. As these early Christians became rooted in their faith and their understanding of who God is, uh, they, were all, they were encouraged to join together as a community of believers on that journey with Christ and what he invited them into as they strive to live for him. You know, they love the word of God. And Barnabas started out that teaching them the word of God. They were hungry for it. Barnabas couldn't keep up with it. He invited Saul into that to help him with it. But they were hungry for the teaching. They also uh, wanted to live it out. It was uh, to them something they had to act upon and, and what they were learning. And they put it into action in their lives. And that was attractive to those around them. I think this would be a good time for us to stop just for a moment, just to reflect on this young, fledgling fledgling church in Antioch. What can you and I learn from them today? Just as we think through what's going on here, what are some things uh, that we need to pay attention to? Well, I'm just going to ask a couple of questions, rhetorical questions for you to ponder. 
How hungry and thirsty am I or are you for more of God? And in what ways do I put or you put God's word and instruction into action in practical ways as I'm led by the Holy Spirit? How often am I telling others about Jesus and what he's done in my life? Is that, do I do so with excitement and without restraint? One of the things that's inspiring about this account in Acts is that the Christians at Antioch not only heard the good news and believed it, but they moved into action and took it to the streets. You know, they began to share their faith and live it out right where they lived. They didn't have to go to a special place. They didn't have to be trained in a special way. They were receiving training in the teaching and their understanding of it, but they were able to share from their experience who this Jesus was and live out what he had commanded them to do. We even see this play out in their generosity to others as they collected an offering amongst each other to send to Jerusalem uh, to help the believers there. You know, I believe we have enough uh, really to ponder for today with those questions and uh, coming out of this, uh, this scripture passage. However, I'd like to ask one more question of you. What might be one thing God is nudging you about right now? And what could God be calling you to do in response to that? Let's pray. Lord God, the actions of the early church converts in Antioch inspire us. Lord, it is so uh, inspiring to see people take uh, hold of something and believe it so passionately that they move into action as they did. Your Holy Spirit, right on cue, has convicted us, each of us, to look inward and take stock of where we stand as uh, fully devoted, all-in followers of Jesus. Lord, help us to see ourselves as sent ones, missionaries, as the, these uh, folks in, in Antioch did. Would you please, Lord, encourage and help us to be sensitive, yet bold, as we live out our lives and share with others about our faith in you? Each of us has a story, Lord. Help us to share that with others. Help us to see people through your eyes. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your guidance. Fill us fresh and anew, Holy Spirit. Speak to us through your word and give us insight as to how we can live it out fully today and each day. In Christ's name, amen. Have a great day.